hello, it is Nick Grimshaw here on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose, of course. Uh, I am keeping the chair warm whilst Graham takes a much-needed summer holiday. Um, so let's see what's in store today. We have comedian Rhys James popping in to fill us in on his upcoming gigs at the Edinburgh Fringe and then he's off on a massive UK tour. Show chef Martha has a very posh roulade. Mm. And there might be a chance of winning some wonderful Waitrose goodies in Word Up. Nick Grimshaw on the Graham Norton Radio Show Podcast. Virgin Radio. Good morning, Rhys James. Good morning. How are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. I'm all right. Excited you're here. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure to be here, actually. Is it actually? It is, yeah. Yeah? It's nice on a Sunday morning, I feel fresh. Yes. You know? Did you go out last night? No, I didn't. Oh, nice. Exactly. Love that. That's, I feel fantastic. Yeah. I don't, this is, I, let this not be a lesson, though, because it could ruin my social life. Yeah, no, don't. Oh, the one time I got, I'm going on the radio, I better be fresh in yeah, the no. morning. And then I'll never drink again, and then sort of no yeah. one's friends with me anymore. No, don't, don't be extreme. Just a one-off. Just a one-off. Just a one-off. Just for this. Just and for you. And was it planned or pure coincidence? It was a bit of, I had to sort of, I left, I'm, I'm going to Edinburgh straight uh-huh. after this to do the festival. I left packing till the last minute. Mm-hmm. This was in the diary. I knew I wouldn't have time today. Yeah. So, so it, it, was it was like, it was, oh God, I get that sort of It was a forced night in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that you're going straight to Edinburgh from Absolutely. this. It feels pop story. Oh yeah, I'll be straight out of here into a limo. Yeah. All the way up, seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> but I can stretch my legs in the limo. Yeah, you need a limo. Yeah, yeah very yeah. expensive. This festival's now a loss leader for me, but it's worth it for the glamorous arrival. Yeah, exactly. I love popping to radio and then off to the festival. We had Rose Matafeo on yesterday. Oh yeah, And lovely. Rose is, uh, she's going up today as well. You could share a limo with her. Is she? She's yeah. already been up as well. She has, and she came back down in a limo and yeah. then back in a limo. She's made her money. Um, but yeah, we were chatting about the festival and it, it's so, it's so intense, isn't it? Just like comedy all mm. day, everywhere. How are you? How was your first Edinburgh? Do you remember like the first time you went there? Yeah, I do actually. It was um, 2009. Wow, long time ago. Yeah. actually, uh, I was doing a competition uh-huh. called "So You Think You're Funny," which is basically you do five minutes in London a couple of times. You get through. It's a bit like the World Cup, you know. You get through the, this round of 16, you get through the semi-final. Yes. I mean, it doesn't end up being one-on-one in the final, to be honest. That would yeah. be a very short <laughs> evening of comedy. There's five minutes, there's another five minutes, good night. Good night, um, bye. But it's you're trying to get through. You do a semi-final in Edinburgh, and then you get to the final with about ten acts, and then they pick a winner uh-huh. who I think gets a cash prize. Oh. Maybe, maybe a sort of limo fare home, I yeah, think, just worth yeah. of cash. Um, I did not get to the final, actually. I got oh, knocked disrespect. out in the semi-final. But, you know, I was, I was 17, 18... I was rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't deserve to be in the semi-final as it was. I was terrible at comedy. Well, I can't believe you started so young because yeah. Rose did it when she was like 15. Yeah, I was that's like, ridiculous. it's so ballsy, isn't it? But Rose is in like, New Zealand. Doing stand-up. Yeah, but New Zealand, there's a bit less to do, isn't there? You know, get out, say some jokes, yeah. have a laugh. Yeah, yeah it's a bit more but boring. But 17 yeah. is it's still pretty early, 17 is really young. And were your family like encouraging and supportive where they were like, you are hilarious, get on that stage? God, no. It no. was more like, they weren't stopping me at all. But I was sort of like, I spent my teenage years just trying everything. Mm-hmm. So doing every kind of hobby, making them buy me all the gear and then dropping it after five minutes. So they were a bit like, oh, but stand up, they were pretty happy with because they didn't have to buy anything. No. You know, you, they, you, 
the Brick venues backdrop. Well, exactly. Yeah, the venues supply the microphones. Typically, you don't have to turn <laughs> up with your own. So they would just like, yeah, great, go do that. We've already bought you golf clubs and a ski set and uh-huh. all that sort of stuff. I'm not that posh, actually. Sorry, I've just made myself sound. <laughs> I've never skied. Genuinely, it was an example for a joke. It was an example. It was just an example. Yeah, um, but, but I did play. Go- I did play golf as a ten year old. So you know, this, <laughs> they're posh. Yeah, yeah. My dad tried to get me into golf though as well. Really? And I was like, it's... how much did you? So what did he do to get you into golf? I went to because uh, he always loved golf because you know a dad yes and, yeah. um, it's the rules so he just wanted me to bond over something and it didn't happen with football mm. i didn't really like that and then he was like maybe golf. what if we make the ball smaller yeah and maybe like, that's the maybe issue. i'm interested eventually with a stick. he finally landed on marbles <laughs> <laughs> which i'm fascinated which is with. huge marble but yeah player. i didn't get into it i did like i went and did like one lesson it was very strict mm. so i didn't like it did and- you did you enjoy it as a 10 year old I did lessons as a 10-year-old and I remember there was like, a, I did own it again. I did it for like a couple of months at most, bought all the kit and then gave it up. But I remember giving it up because I did this great, I did basically, I did a great shot. We were playing around and I chipped in. So I, I got it in the hole from miles away, basically. Oh, yes. I'm trying to explain because I know that you're yeah, looking at I me get, like, what I, is I golf? Get, I get that. I don't understand. <laughs> um, I did that and I effectively <laughs> hung up my clubs as a 10-year-old going, I've completed golf. Completed it. Everyone clapped me when I did that oh. and I thought, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's peak. never getting better than this. I don't know why I think that's so funny, a 10-year-old playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, it's because you're in, you're in grown-up clothes. You're in, yeah. It's a really grown... And yet they have a little bag. Yeah. You know, a much smaller version of a bag. It's like a little miniature... That's what mini golf should be. Yeah, just, just kids just, play. Just kids normal play golf. normal golf. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so once the golf dream was completed, because you yeah, aced it, I was like, you were like, now I'll do, uh, now I'll do a bit of stand-up. I'll do yeah. stand-up. And what I mean by not, um, they weren't desperate for me to go and do it at 17, is that I'd, or I'd emailed this, uh, a local venue, to ask if I could do comedy mm-hmm. there at maybe 16. And they said, oh, we've stopped running that open mic night. And then about a year later, they emailed me back saying, oh, we are running one, actually, if you do want to come and do it. Mm-hmm. And I remember showing the email to my mum and saying, well, I guess it's time I stop making excuses. She was like, Reese, you're 17. You've made no excuses for not doing this. No one else has done this this early. And also at the time, every comedian on telly was 50. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I did think that it was impossible. Uh-huh. And then it was just around the time Jack Whitehall basically started breaking through on TV, which is the only place you can see comedy at 17 mm-hmm. because it's famously in over 18 venues. Uh, yeah. So there's nowhere I could have gone live to watch it. And then he started breaking through and I looked him up and I was like, he's 18. He's young he's 19. like me. I could go do this. And then I also I thought, then I'll get on the circuit and I'll have a real USP because I'll be the only young comedian. You get on the circuit, everyone is 17. Everyone's doing it. Oh, great. Yeah, everyone's at uni <laughs> doing it. Great. Yeah, right. I look like everyone else. Yeah. I sound like everyone else. Yeah, great. Yeah. Wonderful. And how is it now when you go to Edinburgh? Because I imagine the first time you go, mm. you know, is it quite terrifying? Now when you go, are you like, it's me, you know, from, <laughs> from sellout tours and television shows? Is I pop different out of that vibe? limo and I'm just, limo. I'm just humble, actually. Yeah. The second I step out of that limo, I'm salt of the earth. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, straight away. I'm, yeah. one, I'm one of you. I look yeah. at all the Scots and More I go, I'm just, I'm just like you. But do you get nervous still for, for shows and, and going up to Edinburgh? Yeah, a little bit. No, that was a no. No, no, I do. A little bit. bit. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Yeah, it's more. It's. I'd say it's not. It's not nerves. Nerves before the show, especially this one, because this will be like a run of a show. I've been touring around the country. Right. So if it doesn't work by now, then come on. I got no excuse. Yeah. So it should be fine, basically. There you go. But that's how I'm talking. It should be fine. It should be fine. Not confident. No. It's more a sense of dread than nerves. Okay, that's nice. Oh God, I've got to actually do. It's it's basically. You know what it is? Uh It's literally just. I've got to go to work now. Yeah. It's the same as anyone else. Yeah. And once you're at work, it's a bit like when you're like, oh, God, I don't want to go to school. And your mum would always say, once you're there, you enjoy it. And that's what, how I feel about comedy. Go, I can't believe I've got to go and do comedy. And then on stage, you go, this is brilliant. This is the best this. thing in the world. Yeah. 
and then every now and then it'll go badly and you yeah, go, no, bad, shouldn't yeah. have come. No, shouldn't have come, shouldn't have done it. Shouldn't have done Fire it. up the limo. Mm. Um, so it's called Spilt Milk, mm. um, which amazingly on the Reese uh, James notes here, it says, uh, Spilt Milk. Stand-up comedian Reese James is on tour with his latest show, Split Milk. Oh, it doesn't yeah, say so that. I, I was good like, is stuff. it split? Is it spilt? Split milk. Split milk. Well, that's quite a good name for a yeah, band. Can, yeah, actually. it is. Split, split milk. milk on Virgin Radio. Sort of metal Radio. band. Yeah, yeah, yeah I split like that. Milk. Um, so tell us about it the show. It is called Spilt Milk. Spilt, Based not on split. that phrase. Yes. Don't cry over spilt uh-huh. milk. There was briefly a routine about that phrase in the show, which uh-huh. is no longer in the show. Oh. Thus, the title is irrelevant. Okay, good that to know. That said, I do sort of think all stand-up is crying over spilt milk, isn't it? Because crying over spilt milk, you know, stuff you can't change, stuff that basically doesn't matter, and then just whinging about it. That's stand-up comedy, that's if stand-up. you ask me. You're just moaning about stuff. Uh-huh. That, uh, who cares? Yeah. And that's what this show is, effectively. I'm moaning about a bunch of stuff, but who cares? Who, well, we care. We're all well, going. It's done incredibly well, the show, hasn't it? It's sort of... Well, yeah, it's done yeah. well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah know, it incredibly has. well. Yeah, yeah, okay. it it's done incredibly well. It's done incredibly well, it yeah. has, yeah. So you're bringing it to Edinburgh, and yeah. having already done it, you must be entering, like, you know, feeling a bit nicer, rather than like, ooh, got a brand new show. Um, you talk about Wim Hof and your hatred. Is it hatred for Wim Hof? Yeah. Him it, personally? It, no, actually, no. it's more people sort of trying to do the Wim Hof method now. Yeah. Find it a bit embarrassing yes. but also because their way of doing it is just a cold shower in the morning you know the whole sort of uh, grind set this sort of you know rise and grind attitude yeah, yeah, of like yeah, yeah. cold shower five. in the morning and they're like yeah get the whole get up at five I've seen Mark Wahlberg's tweet so yeah. I'm getting up at five now and I've got 15 minutes for my kids every day but <laughs> I will be having a billion cold showers a day and the, the fact that often people are like you've got to have that cold shower because it invigorates you and um, it makes you more productive and I'm like, why do you want to be more productive? To go and work for someone else, you maniac. <laughs> Unless you're doing something that's your own thing. But even then, the, the life hack of productivity, right? It, uh-huh. isn't, it isn't a cold shower. The secret, you know this, the secret to getting anything done is all you need is something more important you're supposed to be doing. That's how you get <laughs> yeah. stuff done, isn't it? So you just, that's all you just put some stuff in the diary. That's why your house is always tidiest when you've got a big deadline or something. Yeah. Because you just go, right, I'll procrastinate. The other day, I wrote a bunch of great jokes about allergic reactions. Uh-huh. Should I be doing that? No, I should have been <laughs> calling an ambulance. You know, just a bit of fun there, Grimmy. Just a bit of old fun. Must want lovely little just gag. Just a bit there. of fun. But seriously, that is sort of the issue is that they go, and they say it's great for the skin. Everyone uh-huh. says, oh, it's great cold shower for the skin. You go, well, all anyone talks about is stuff that's great for the skin. And I don't do this. And all anyone talks to me about is, how'd you get such good skin? How'd you get, it's it's yeah. a, the same people in the same conversation. Yeah. And I go, by not getting up at five every morning <laughs> yeah. and feeling exhausted. Sleeping. And freezing myself out. Wim Hof, however, <laughs> does do this for real because mm-hmm. he runs marathons in the snow yeah. barefoot. Which is also mad, actually. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous and yeah. needless. Yeah. Take up golf, yeah. mate. Yeah, chill just out. a bit of golf. Do a bit Get of the Andy golf. Williams Get on. Get the golf on. Relax, Wim Hof. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love how people like to post about it as if mm. they're the only ones that have done it. But the my only cold soul plungers. feed is like, I've been swimming in a pond yeah. near me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm, so's everyone. Oh, and it's so refreshing. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, it's freezing. What, uh, ice cold water poured over you. <laughs> yeah, I think, no that, way. I think it's a form of torture. Famously. It wakes, wakes you up. Yeah, 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 yeah of course it's it does. Freezing. Yeah, 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 yeah. it might yeah. as well be an alarm. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, marriage as well. It says uh, mm. that you something that you just just not on board with. Stupid no, I to believe f- in marriage is the quote. It was stupid to believe in marriage. Mm-hmm. Is that That's it? That might quote. be a typo as well. Though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just think um, you know, in the modern world. It's sort of a weird thing to do, isn't it? You know, it's based on a very old idea of sort of ownership. It's to be honest, the show does not preach this at all. It doesn't preach this at all. Um, it's more just like marriage. What a risk anyway. It is a risk. Something we know the stats on marriage mm. now. 
And it's like, if, you know, it's an old analogy, but if you were told this parachute will fail over 50% of the time, you go, oh, I won't jump out of the plane then. Yeah, it won't do it. Obviously not. A marriage to me is like, um, every marriage is just saying, basically, I bet you half your stuff, you won't love me forever. <laughs> That's all it is. It's a big gamble that you're taking. You go, you won't love me forever, and I'm going to get that Xbox. That's all it is. Um, I, I think you just got to do it. Do you know do you what think? I mean? You've got to do it. If you're getting married, that's it. If you're right. unhappy, I don't You've... care. Stay in it. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it, right? That's so the then, deal. So there's an analogy in the show about how I think it'll die out uh-huh. because of the way sort of Gen Z, generation below yeah. me, have been raised on a different idea to boomers. Mm-hmm. The boomers, that's their attitude, isn't it? Because their whole thing is stiff upper lip. You get mm-hmm. through everything, no matter how tough it gets. And they've applied that to things like recessions, but also to marriage. Mm-hmm. So they just draw the curtains. Just don't let the neighbours see how tough this is. We'll get through it. We We're will not admit it. defeat. Gen Z have been told, no your worth never settle for anything less than you deserve so they all think they're special because we prank them by telling them that and they believed us <laughs> so there's no way they're getting married they're not going to do gonna it are they they'll be like nah why like, no and they just no. leave it straight away the, the divorce rate if, if the marriage rate continues divorce rate will be 100% <laughs> yeah. if Gen Z get married just, yeah if they do they'll be like nah leave no, it no I'm actually no better way. than this all no of them. I deserve better all yeah, of that it'll be that um, so the show starts when tomorrow night or tonight Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow okay, night. Good. So you get yeah. up there in the limo, chill out today. Yeah. And then tomorrow you're up there for a whole week. And then you're going on, on tour all around the UK. All around the place uh-huh. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did a spring leg of the tour. We're back. Going to some of the same places because they sold nicely. Going to some new places that I've never done comedy in before. Uh-huh. We're talking Horsham. Oh. We're talking Launceston. Oh. Had you ever heard of that? I've never heard of no. it. It sounds like it might be from the, the days of Merlin right. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It? Yeah. So well, I can't do the marriage stuff. Way too modern. No, very modern. No. Way yeah, back. Go marriage way back. is great. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Thatch your roofs. Yeah. Marry your wives. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's what you're saying yeah. for there. Yeah, big time. And where can we get tickets to the Reese James tour, please? Uh, ReeseJames.co.uk. Oh, that's handy. Not a bad website. Yeah, it's a great have. website. Yeah, great website. Yeah, ReeseJames.com. He is a jeweler. Oh, okay. It's a shame that. Yeah, all right. It's .co.uk. .co.uk. Not .com. Unless you want some lovely jewellery. Yeah. Head over to ReeseJames.com. Check it out. Get yourself a necklace. Wear it to the show. <laughs> uh, Reese, have an amazing time in Edinburgh. Thank you so much. Um, and good luck with the tour. And um, yeah, if you need those tickets, ReeseJames.co.uk. Not com. Not com. Not com. Thank you, Reese. Thank you. Still to come. Word up. Oh. But first, hi, Martha. Oh, hello. Hey, show chef. <laughs> I love show you? chef as a, as a phrase. I know. It's really fun. It's really good. Show chef. Um, how are you, Martha? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. Very good. Still not over that pizza yesterday. Ah, oh, did you make one? Uh, no, I didn't, Martha. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, maybe, maybe this week. To be fair, you did have enough in the I studio. I did. I mean, I definitely enough for one day. I definitely did. Yeah, you don't want to double the pizza, but really good that if you missed yesterday's, um, Martha made a pizza in a frying pan, which sounds quite mad, but actually was the perfect way to do it. It was tasted like a pizza, mm. and we were saying at home. When I make a pizza, it never tastes like one. It's just like a soggy, doughy mess. But it was fantastic. Oh, well, thank you. It was so good. So great. Uh, today, though, we're going for something a little bit sweeter. I know. Something a little bit more, you know, Parisian. Something a little mm. bit more fancy. This is a strawberry and white chocolate pistachio roulade. Oh, yum. I know. Te- roulade slash Swiss roll. Yeah, similar. I was going to say, what is a roulade? Very similar. I mean, to be fair, I actually did think this was called a Swiss roll until I literally just read the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a I, Swiss roll, guys. I think usually roulades are made with more of a meringue base. Right. And they kind of crack as you roll them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I would yeah. say Swiss roll is more of a sponge. And this is more of a sponge. So yeah. maybe I should rename the recipe. <laughs> Maybe you should. Crazy. Waitrose, hello. Um, but yeah, I love Swiss rolls. Mm. 
way back in the day, I was on the Great British Bake Off, like something like nine years ago, mm -hmm. really long time ago. But the first challenge was a Swiss roll. And I literally, I just remember having nightmares about it <laughs> from the moment I found out I was on the show to actually performing the Swiss roll. <laughs> so I was like, come on, Strictly. Yeah. Performing did, did the it. Swiss roll. <laughs> it was literally, I must have made about 25 Swiss rolls because I just wanted that first thing, mm -hmm. the first impression to be good. So I didn't make any for a really long time after that because I'd had well enough. You'd had enough. But now it's been nine years. I'm back in. She, she's ready to roll. <laughs> I'm ready to ready roll. Ready to roll. Because I guess it's sort of baking slash engineering. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. A little bit of structural mm -hmm. work there. But they look so impressive. Mm -hmm. And actually, they're a really good quick dessert, which people don't expect because they think, oh, no, it's got so many components and it's uh -huh. swirly. But because <laughs> the sponge is so thin, it only takes 10 minutes to bake. So instead of oh, yeah. doing like a, I don't know, a layered cake or something where each cake needs half an hour, it's out in the oven, takes 10 minutes to cool. Oh, yeah, so never thought of that. It's a quick one. Within half an hour, you can have a... A baked have it done. dessert, yeah. Cooled down and ready to go. Yeah, I've not had a Swiss roll for years. <laughs> I'm glad it's retro. back. Yeah, I like it. I know this is a pistachio one, so it's a very green in colour. It's a great recipe by Silvana Franco, uh -huh. and it is really delicious. So I do hope that you enjoy it. Uh, pistachio, my favourite flavour. Oh, it's my go-to. Even know that's go -to great. Go-to ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I like to eat it, and I like to paint my interior walls that colour. Oh. I'm very pro pistachio. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, not it's a like great yeah. color. Yeah. Oh my god, that is delicious. Good. Really, really delicious. I'm so glad. Strawberry and pistachio roulade, um, made by Martha this Sunday. That that is wow. That is nice. It's really light. It is a bit of a wow mm. dessert. It is a wild dessert. Firstly, the color, because you're like, oh, oh, green. That's not a classic Stunning. Swiss roll. That's not a classic <laughs> color I know. And yeah, just the combination, fresh, summery strawberries, mm -hmm. a little bit of pistachio, a bit of a crunch from some like of the whole nuts mm -hmm. on top as well. And then the filling is a cheesecake filling. Mm. So it's not too sweet. So it kind of complements. It's a, mm -hmm. a really well-made recipe, Silvana. Well done. Yeah, well done, Silvana. That is delicious. And thankfully, it's bloody massive as well. So <laughs> <laughs> eating that for the rest of the day, yeah. Is this quite an easy one to do? Because I know you had your Swiss roll um, nightmares on <laughs> Bake Off, your Swiss roll hell. Um, how was it venturing back into roll world? No, it was it was great. To be mm -hmm. fair, a lot of good memories, um, and it's not too hard. Ah. If you can if you can make a regular cake, then you you can do this. Okay. If you've never ever baked before, probably don't start with this. Okay, <laughs> that's where I'd good pitch to know. It. That's where I'd pitch it. Um, so you literally want to start. It says a Swiss roll tin, but basically any baking tray, as long as it's got a lip around the edge, will work perfectly for a Swiss roll. You want to line that and preheat your oven to 190 degrees. Then we're taking some pistachios, stick them in a food process with your flour and blitz. This is what gives that lovely green colour and gets that pistachio flavour going all the way through. Then in a separate bowl, we're just taking sugar and eggs, whisk them with an electric whisk until they are really light and fluffy and they leave a little trail when you whisk, mm -hmm. take the whisk out. Then we're going to fold through the flour and pistachios, gently mix it together, Tip that into your lined tin. You can add a bit of green food colouring as well if you want, like, punchy oh, yeah. green. You want, like, witch green. Exactly. Mm. You don't just want a gentle hint. I put a tiny bit into mine, but not too much. Mm. So I didn't want it. I, you always worry with food colouring that you can go a bit over, it the, can over really the top. It can go. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you could send this into, like, slime <laughs> Yeah, <world>. like, toxic <laughs> roulade. <laughs> Goes from very classy to, like, very garish. <laughs> So a little bit of food code. Then it goes into the oven for 10 minutes. It will feel nice and firm. Then we're going to get it out, cover it with a tea towel to stop it from going too dry and crumbly. Hmm, cute. Whilst it's cooling down, we're going to make our filling, which is literally some melted white chocolate with some double cream. 
and some soft cheese. Whisk that all together until it's nice and smooth. Mm. Then once your Swiss roll is cool, turn it out onto like a sugary piece of baking parchment, spread it with your cream cheese mixture, throw over a few chopped strawberries, and then roll it up as tightly as you can. <gasps> do you have any hot tips on the roll? Because the roll is the pre- that, all that. I was like, I'm following. I could do that. <laughs> I could blitz. I could blend. Like, the roll. I'm the like, roll, oh my God, the pressure. The stress. Um, <laughs> Sometimes, if you're really worried about the roll, roll it up when it's warm. So don't put anything Mm. on it. Literally cover it with a tea towel and then roll it up in the tea towel so that it kind of has like remembers the shape when you unroll. Oh, yeah. If you're not too fussed about it being absolutely Mm. perfect, you can let it cool as one sheet because it's got so much egg in there that it's quite malleable and quite Mm -hmm. bendy, which is good because it creates a nice, neat roll. Um, And then it's just about confidence. If you go too slowly, all the filling just kind of builds up and builds up and builds up and then you end up with like an Arctic roll. Nothing wrong with that. No. But if you're looking for a Swiss roll, you want to just hold, hold it together. Confidence Confidently in the roll. roll it. Yeah. And the bit always comes out the end and you just get rid of that. Then you chop both the ends uh-huh. off and it looks great. So oh, yeah, chop the ends chop off. Chop the ends off. And then if it's got cracks in it, icing sugar. Yes. A few strategically placed strawberries. Yes. No one has to know. No, and you just say it's <laughs> rustic. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. It's real. Exactly. It's a real ruler. It's really good. Um, anyway, if you want to go and check out that recipe or if you want to try yesterday's pizza as well, which was really good, uh, waitrose.com forward slash showchef. Uh, find all the recipes on there prepared by Martha. And you can also check out the recipe on our socials at Virgin Radio UK. They were both delicious. Yesterday's pizza, today's roulade. Martha, what can I say? Wow. Oh, it's been a pleasure. And uh, we have... The iconic Graham Norton with Waitrose gift box to give away. Uh, And hopefully we can give that away right now to Danielle in Derby. Hi, Danielle. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Really good. How's your Sunday going? Um, It's very chilled Sunday today. Yeah. Any plans today, Danielle? Absolutely nothing. That is an absolute (laughs) dream. Absolute dream. Are you going to be solely housebound today? Or are you going to venture out? Uh, I might think about it, but for the moment, housebound. Yeah, housebound. I really like you might I might think about it. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I like, you're really Sundaying, and um, I respect Absolutely. that. Absolutely. After this radio show, Danielle, I'll be doing the same. I'm just going to peak Sunday it today, I feel. I feel like that's the day today. Um, well, hopefully, the most exciting thing that will happen on your Sunday is that you are going to win on Weird Up, get this missing word, and then you're going to win the Graham Norton mega gift box, courtesy of Graham and the nice people at Waitrose. Um, are you feeling quite confident, Danielle? I'm actually not. Oh, great, okay. <laughs> Again, Sunday energy. No, I'm not feeling confident. No, 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 no. And all right, well, let's play the clip and see if you know the missing word. This week comes from Virgin Radio's Lee Francis. It's ridiculous. You can't have five things from one country representing the best things from your country. It's ridiculous. You'd have to say that again, Owen, because I've got no knowledge of sports apart from... (laughs) <laughs> say, say it again ask Andy who knows about sport okay missing word there he has no knowledge apart from something but what is the missing word Danielle in Derby comedy comedy I can tell you <laughs> oh it's not yeah. comedy 
Daddy! Oh, oh my God, Danielle! I know, it mustn't come as a surprise, though, as you did say, not confident. Um, not comedy. Right. I think this is, I just want to say, really hard. Like, so hard, isn't it? It's so hard. It's so, so hard. hard. I know. Uh, well, Danielle, thank you for playing. Commiserations, Brilliant. you're not winning Graham Norton in a box. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> um, Danielle, so sorry. Thank you for calling and have a good right. rest of your Sunday. You too. Right, bye, you. Danielle. See it's you hard. Now, bye. It's hard. Bye, Danielle. Bye, bye, bye. Uh, right, next up, we go now from Derby to Bognor Regis to say hi to Phil. Hi, Phil. Hi, Grimmy. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Very well indeed. Thank you. How's your Sunday going, Phil? What the, what's going on today in Bognor? Pretty chilled. I think we're going to go down the beach later. Mm, nice. How's the weather looking down there? It's a little on the windy side, but it's yeah. fairly warm. Yeah, Short, it's... Shorts and T-shirt. Yeah, it's giving sort of a nice day in October, isn't it, outside? Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's, sort of like, it's definitely not August out my window right now. No. Um, did you just hear Danielle in Derby get it wrong with comedy there? I did indeed. Um, are you feeling confident, dare I ask, Phil? No, it's no. just an inkling. No, just an inkling. Just an inkling. Just an inkling. Just an inkling. All right, here is the clip. It's a toughie, so have a little listen. What do you think the missing word is in Keith Lemons' chat on Talk Sport? It's ridiculous. You can't have five teams from one country representing the best teams in, from your country. It's ridiculous. You'd have to say that again, Owen, because I, I've got no knowledge of sports apart from skating. <laughs> so say it again. <laughs> Ask Andy who knows about sport. Mm, OK, very tough. It's not comedy, says Danielle. Uh, Phil? In Bognor Regis, for the yep. Graham Norton gift box. What is it? Is it swing ball? Is it swing ball? Mm, it is a sport. It would be a funny sport. I feel like it's a sport Lee Francis would know about. Swing ball is... <coughs> oh, wrong! Oh! oh say, we're going to be here all day. We've only got ten minutes left. Um, Phil... Commiserations. It's not swing ball. It is not comedy. Um, but have a great day, Phil. Bye. Thanks. Bye, you Phil. Too. Bye, 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 bye. All right. Let's try. Caller number three. We go to now East Sussex for Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Nick. I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Do you think not you bad. have this, Paul? Because the pressure is on now. We're, we're on to line number three. <laughs> Do you think you've got this? Uh, I don't know, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, we actually just might be playing this game for the rest of August. Graham Norton will come back and we'll still be guessing. Um, name the missing word in this. It's ridiculous. You can't have five teams from one country representing the best teams in, from your country. It's ridiculous. You'd have to say that again, Owen, because I, I've got no knowledge of sports apart from skating. <laughs> say, say it again. Ask Andy who knows about sport. It's not comedy. It's not swing ball. Paul in East Sussex, what is it? Skiing. You're going to say? Skiing. Skiing? Yeah. Does Lee Francis know about skiing? <laughs> well. No, he doesn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> Paul? Not skiing, it's not swing ball, and it is not comedy. Um, Paul, nice shout, because I hear there's a bit of an S there. There's like a... 
it's a suggestion of an S. I was feeling that. Skiing, thought it could be it. It's wrong. Um, Paul, have a great day. Cheers. Bye, Paul. Off he goes. Are we going to do another one now? Oh, really? Oh, my God. Just been just been told by producer Mick, it's a rollover for the first time ever. Yeah. Oh, let's add stuff. Let's get the box bigger, 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 huge. It's a garage. Well, there we go. Thank you so much for listening today. You can catch me every Saturday and Sunday from 9.30 on Virgin Radio. Follow us on all our socials. Just look up at Virgin Radio UK. And do not forget to give our YouTube a follow too. I will see you next weekend. Nick Grimshaw on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. Food to feel good about. Virgin Radio.